0: to help make this possible. So please consider supporting our mission by visiting the Spoken Gospel website, clicking on donate, and contributing what you can. Whether you choose to donate once or monthly, we're so grateful for your support. Okay, now on with the show. Welcome, everyone, to a really special episode of the Spoken Gospel Podcast. Today, we will be introducing you to a brand new podcast that we are producing here at Spoken Gospel. It's called Jesus in All the Bible, and it consists of short three- to four-minute biblical devotionals that explain what's happening in a biblical text and how to see Jesus in that text. It's kind of the three- or four-minute version of the hour-long podcast, that we do here. It's a a quick distillation. So you can kind of think of it like the Spoken Gospel Podcast is the full meal and this is like a little bite-sized snack. Our hope is that this is something that you can listen to really quickly before jumping into reading your Bible for the day, something that you can listen to um, on a a drive. It's only three or four minutes. If you listen on double speed, it's only a minute and a half. And so um, we really think this will be a great tool to help you and others uh, get their head around a couple chapters of Scripture and how to see Jesus in it before jumping in. And so um, we're really excited to launch this new podcast. We've already released... Um, All of Genesis and Exodus is releasing now. The new episodes release every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and we are just so excited for you guys to follow along. So if you're a fan of this podcast, we invite you to go over and search for Jesus in all the Bible in your favorite podcast app and subscribe um, to this new podcast so you can follow along. What we're going to do today is I'm going to introduce you to three of my favorite episodes from the Genesis series that we released, Season 1. Uh, of the Jesus and all the Bible podcast. Uh, The first one we're going to listen to is from Genesis chapter 3. So this is the story of the fall, and um, you're going to notice that we go pretty quickly through what's happening in Genesis chapter 3 and turn to see how do we um, treasure Jesus in this text. So um, I hope you enjoy what will probably be for you the very first episode of Jesus and all the Bible podcast. I hope you enjoy it. This is Spoken Gospel. We're dedicated to seeing Jesus in all of scripture. In each episode, we see what's happening in a biblical text and how it sheds light on Jesus and his gospel. Let's jump in. What is sin? Now that's a really big question, and we get our first glimpse of it here in Genesis chapter 3. Adam and Eve have been made in God's image, given the garden to enjoy, and are simply to tend it, have children, and cover the earth with God's image and presence. That's all the knowledge of good and evil, right and wrong, that they needed to thrive. In fact, they are only given one negative command. They are not to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. But the question is, why? It's because the tree offers a knowledge not provided by God. To stay away from it would be, in a sense, to say, God is enough. He has provided everything that I need. To eat from it, though, would be to say, God is not enough. I need to provide something better for myself. So Satan, a spiritual being who looks like a snake in this story, tempts Eve to take this second option. He tells her that if she eats from this tree, she will know everything God knows. In fact, She will be like God. Now this should have been a pointless temptation. After all, Eve was already made in God's image and had been told everything she needed to know from God himself. But she wanted more. She wanted to provide for herself, and that's what sin is. Trying to get the good apart from God. Ironically, as soon as Eve and Adam ate this fruit, they did gain a new bit of knowledge. But it was only the knowledge that they were sinners. They felt ashamed, naked, and afraid of God. So they have a conversation with God after trying to hide from him. But ultimately, man and woman receive a curse from God. They will be kicked out of the garden and they will die. But along with this curse also comes a promise. God promises that Eve will have a child that will crush the head of the snake, breaking the curse of death and separation. It is truly amazing that only three chapters into the Bible, we already have an explicit promise of God's plan to save the world through what we know as the Gospel. That is because the promised child of Eve is none other than Jesus. He is the one who crushed Satan's head by taking the curse of sin off of us and onto himself. Furthermore, Jesus overcame the death earned in the garden by rising from the grave. Jesus not only reversed the curse earned by sin, he also gives us a way to conquer sin in our own lives. You see, unlike Eve, we fight sin by trusting that Jesus is enough. He has done enough, provided enough, and will always be enough. You can stop trying to earn it. Satan's head is already crushed. I pray that the Holy Spirit would show you the God who provides so richly for us that he doesn't want us even going near the destructive lies of self-salvation and sin. And I pray that you would see Jesus as the Promised One who has crushed the head of the snake, defeating death and the curse. Thank you for listening to Jesus in All of the Bible, a spoken gospel podcast. Spoken Gospel is a nonprofit dedicated to speaking the gospel out of every corner of Scripture. For more information or to view all of our free resources, visit spokengospel.com. Man, I just love that. I love that we get to talk about a piece of the Bible and and then preach the gospel out of it in a couple of ways in just like three minutes. I really do love this new format. Uh, I hope you found that enjoyable. I hope that it uh, encouraged you and um, made you want to engage with Genesis chapter 3. The next episode we're going to look at in the Jesus and All the Bible podcast is from uh, Genesis 10 to 11. We're going to look at the story of the Tower of Babel specifically. Uh, I I picked this episode because, um, one, I I think it's a really crucial story in the the storyline of the Bible and the story of Genesis. Genesis, but two, I, I love the, the, the quick way that we're able to see Jesus in it, and it's one of my favorite Jesus, um, Jesus moments in Genesis, and so uh, I'm really excited for you to listen to this. This is Genesis 10 to 11 from the Jesus and All the Bible podcast. The Flood is over, God has made a covenant with Noah, and Noah's kids have been divided. Shem with a blessing, Ham with a curse. Now, we see the blessing and curse play out. Nearly every wicked nation we meet in the biblical story later on comes from Ham's cursed line. Egypt, the Philistines, Nineveh, Babylon, Assyria, and a host of others. But from Shem's line comes someone who will be the father of God's blessing to all nations. Abraham. As humanity starts to grow, some of Ham's children, most likely a man named Nimrod, yep, Nimrod, (laughs) settled in a place called Shinar, which is also known as Babylonia. They attempted to build a man-centered city that would make a name for themselves instead of for God. And the centerpiece of that city would be a colossal tower that reached up into the heavens, showing that they didn't even need God anymore. In fact, if they wanted God at all, it would be their tower, their temple, that God would use to come down among them. And God noted that if they are one people with one language, nothing will be impossible for them. Meaning, the delusion of Eve's sin in Eden will finally be complete. Mankind will finally have tricked themselves into thinking they really don't need God, which only leads to death. So, God comes down to the people, with no help from their incomplete tower, and confuses their languages, dispersing them into different nations. The disunity and dispersion of this story are reversed in the New Testament. In Acts 2, on the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit came down and unified languages so that people from different nations heard the gospel in their own tongue. And the message they heard was not about humanity trying to make a name for themselves, but about one name alone. The name of Jesus. It wasn't a message about how humanity should be building their way to God, but how God came to humanity in the person of Jesus. So when they were filled with the Holy Spirit, there was no desire to build an independent temple up to the heavens, because God was building his collective temple all across the earth in the people he was saving. And now, for the Church of Jesus, nothing will be impossible for them. What was destructively true about the experiment with the tower in Babylonia becomes constructively true about the church of Jesus. We can do all things through Christ and the gates of hell will not prevail against us. There is no condemnation for those who are in Jesus. The gospel put into the hearts of people by the Holy Spirit reverses what happens at the tower. I pray that the Holy Spirit gives you eyes to see the God who refuses to leave us to our own devices and that you would see Jesus as the one who came down from heaven to do everything necessary to make salvation possible. Man, that's just one of my favorite things. I love that idea that... Jesus does not require us to climb this tower or build this tower up into the heavens, but that He has left the ultimate temple of God and descended down His heavenly tower to us to come and make us His new people and His new city. I just think it's such a beautiful picture, and that like is what happens in uh, in Acts two in the Day of Pentecost. The Holy Spirit falls and builds His church. So, anyway, I hope that was encouraging for you. I figured that the last place that we should go to close out this um, this little. Entry into the Jesus and All the Bible podcast is the last episode of the Genesis series. This is, uh, you'll remember, the Genesis ends with Joseph um, bringing his family to egypt after becoming second in command he has um kind of done that whole trickery thing with his brothers where he pretended that he didn't know them uh and uh you know snuck the the silver cup into his youngest brother's satchel and all this stuff and so now um joseph's dad and whole family are are coming to egypt where they can escape the famine and be blessed forever. And we kind of get the end of Joseph's story and the end of Jacob's story. And this leads us into the book of Exodus. So I think this would be a a cool place to, to end our time together, looking at Jesus and all the Bible with the last five chapters of the book of Genesis. The end of Genesis gets us ready for the beginning of Exodus. God told Abraham back in chapter 15 that his descendants would be strangers in a foreign land for 400 years. And now that time is coming. It's no wonder then that when God appeared to Jacob on his way to Egypt, God told him not to be afraid to go. And the reason he didn't need to be afraid was that God would bring them back Out of Egypt. And this is a promise repeated constantly throughout these last chapters of Genesis. Jacob makes Joseph promise him to bury his body back in Canaan as a testament to the fact that his descendants won't stay in Egypt. Before dying, however, Jacob extends a long series of blessings to his 12 sons. This is the high point of all the blessings and curses pronounced through the Fall, Cain, Noah, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Now God's promise is passing from one individual, Jacob, to a whole nation, Israel. But above all the blessings given, history recounted, and promises made in these closing chapters, one truth stands out above all the rest. After all his brothers did, Joseph is not even mad. He actually forgives them because he knows something true about how God works. Here's what he says. You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good. You intended harm, God intended good. This is the theme all throughout Genesis. God takes the sinfulness, deceit, trickery, lust, depravity, and selfishness of humans and makes good out of them. From Adam and Eve's fall, to Jacob tricking Isaac, to Judah sleeping with his daughter-in-law, God has been bringing good out of evil the whole way. And he does it to accomplish a purpose, the saving of many lives. How can we not see the gospel in this? People sought to harm Jesus by imprisoning him, forcing him through an illegitimate trial, whipping him though he was innocent, and murdering him on a cross. They intended harm. But God intended good. Through harming Jesus in this way, God has accomplished his ultimate purpose, the saving of many lives. Jesus is the promised seed of Adam and Eve that crushes the head of the serpent. Jesus is the descendant of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob who blesses all nations. Jesus is the one who will bring us out of this current Egypt we are in and take us to the promised land of his presence forever. I pray that the Holy Spirit would open your eyes to see the God who keeps his promises even through the evil intentions of human hearts. And that you see Jesus all throughout Genesis as the promise keeper who takes every evil intention and brings about God's ultimate good. Well, that's it, everyone. Uh, That is the brand new Jesus and all the Bible podcast. Like I said, we'll be releasing new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and they'll follow that same format, about three or four minutes looking at what's happening at a biblical text and how to see Jesus in it. And so we hope you'll follow along, search for Jesus in all the Bible on your favorite podcast app, and subscribe to follow along. Please share it with your friends, read through the Bible with your friends using this. Um, We are just so excited to share it with you. We hope it's a blessing to you. We hope it's a good resource and tool for you and uh, for the people that you know who want to engage the Bible in a meaningful way. And so thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being a fan of the Spoken Gospel Podcast. We just um, so appreciate your support and how you champion us and cheer us on. And uh, we hear you. We appreciate you. We love you. And we're going to continue trying our best to make good content for you to help you see Jesus in all of Scripture. So um, for now, this is the uh, episode this week for the Spoken Gospel Podcast. I'm David Bowden saying thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Spoken Gospel podcast. Spoken Gospel is a nonprofit dedicated to creating free gospel-centered media that speaks the gospel out of every corner of scripture. So to join us in our mission and view our resources, we invite you to visit SpokenGospel.com.